kick it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2015 FABE Awards. Tonight, we will celebrate the best and for some reason the worst of the calendar year of 2015. Awards being given out will be Tag Team of the Year, Faction of the Year, Do they win? Debut of the Year, Call Up of the Year, Comeback of the Year, Worst Feud of the Year. Yep, Worst Feud, that's right. We award the worst things here. Best Feud of the Year, Most Overrated Award, most underrated award. Okay, I'm just curious. Did y'all add some awards to this? Because it seems like there's a lot more than last year. Most improved award. Best non-wrestling performer. Worst announcer award. Worst match of the year. Really? Worst match of the year. Okay, you do what you want. Worst thing of the year. That's not me. Who's NXT Award? Worst Gimmick Award. Best Gimmick Award. The Sorry about your damn luck. Award. The Worst Entrance Theme Award. The Best Entrance Theme Award. Shoot, I'm good for Finn Balor with that one. That dude has a sick entrance. I don't care what nobody says. The Wrestling Move of the Year. The Best Original, now non-in-ring, WWE Show. Y'all just made that one up. The Event of the Year. The Woman of the Year. The Woman's Match of the Year. Yep, that's a new category. The Best Moment of the Year. The Best Match of the Year. And of course, the Wrestler of the Year. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your host of the evening, Pat McDermott, Dan Peck, and Chris O'Mealy. <sighs> yeah, I know. I said I wasn't doing it no more, but I mean... Who else they gonna get? Denzel? Hey everybody, it is the most exciting night of, well, this year, and not last year, because it's actually the third and we're recording, but it's the Fabes! So we can... Yes, and thank you... Thank you, Adrian Cotton, again, you are like our Danny Elfman supplying the soundtrack to the Fabes every year. I'm joined by Dan Peck. Howdy. And Chris O'Mealy. Was that was that a quote from It's a Wonderful Life? No, I'm just waving. We're not doing quote? Oh, uh, we gotta be oh, it's the, it's Hey, I'm wearing pants. <laughs> JK, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> My finest um, sweatpants for the Fabes. I'm wearing my boxer shorts, as usual. <laughs> well, it is Fabe time, guys. And this year we did something different. We actually did 
a website voting process, and I want to thank Mr. Russell Wright for giving me the idea to do that. Unfortunately, SurveyMonkey will only let you do 10 questions per page on a free account, so I had to split the links into three parts, and that was apparently a big problem for a lot of people because lots of people voted on page one who didn't vote on page two or three. And you know why? Because you had to click see more to see the other two links. Yeah, so uh, failure to you guys, but, well, four four of you failed completely because you didn't vote on page two and three, but some of you, I think, went back and did it. Um, the only other things I noticed was that the most of the write-in categories were not very popular. A lot of them got skipped. So next year, we're going to change Go ahead, up a little throw bit. your vote away! Yes. Um, and as far as the write-ins went, I was impressed. Most of them were legitimate. Some of them were completely ridiculous. But that's okay. Did you get an Alfred E. Newman? No. No. Um, but you know what? That's fine. If you really want to write in something that you know isn't going to win anyway, that's your prerogative. So, Yeah, go ahead. Throw your vote away. Yes. Be, it's a two-party system. You have to vote for one of us. Well, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. Ah, one of my favorite quotes of all time. <laughs> Even Pat gets that reference. Yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> the Simpsons. Uh, what an awful show. That show doesn't have any legs to stand on. That's not true. Only one of them doesn't. Where's our canned laughter for this show? Oh, yeah. We don't have sound effects. No, this is a low This is a low file. Ah, that's all right. You don't need sound effects. We're going to give out some awards, guys. This is the 2015 Fabe Awards, and we're going to kick things off with our first award and our first presenter, Mr. Dan Peck. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, our first award of the evening is for Tag Team of the Year. And the nominees were Blake and Murphy, the Bullet Club team of Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, yeah. Dash and Dawson, the Dudley Boys, the Kingdom, which is uh, Matt Taven and Michael Bennett, the New Day, the Primetime Players, Red Dragon, which is... Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, the Vaudevillains, and the Young Bucks. And the winners are... The New Day! Ah, uh, yes. So, I'm going to be going through some stats for some of these awards as we go through. I'll list, I'll list two of the runner-ups or whatever, but I'm not going to do that for this one because New Day won by a freaking landslide. In fact, only two votes did not go to the New Day. So congratulations to Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods for being the tag team of the year. Oh, Fabes, don't you dare be sour. Clap for your one-time Fabe winners <laughs> and feel the power. It's a New Day, yes it is. Bump. Bump, ba dump bump. Ah, so New Day takes home the first award. Good for them. So what do you guys think? New Justified? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, New Day yeah. was the tag team to watch this year. I, I don't think anybody even comes close, really. Like, the NXT tag scene was good, and a lot of teams got a chance to shine, but it, this was definitely the New Day's year. And, and I'm thinking back to when I attended the Royal Rumble, and they came out individually. I'm like, ugh. 
I don't even care about these guys. They're not doing anything with them. Why should I care? Well, that all changed this year. Now they're one of the most must-see things on TV, so good for them. Oh, man, it was well, like NBC in the 90s. It was must-see TV. <laughs> all right. Well, we went from Tag Team of the Year to Faction of the Year, our next award, and I will be presenting this one. The nominees for Faction of the Year are The Authorita, respect them, The Bullet Club, The Crew, that's a Lucha Underground team, Disciples of Death, also Lucha, The League of Nations, The New Day, Team Bad, Team Bella, and Team PCB, all up for nomination, as well as The Wyatt Family. And the winner for Faction of the Year goes to... This is going to be dominating, isn't it? The New Day! Who rocks once again. New Day rocks. Your two-time... Uh, Fa-bay-winning swivels. <laughs> oh, everyone's pregnant now. <laughs> wow, New Day's sweeping up already. I kind of feel like I shouldn't have put them in as a faction. Because that was going to be a double shot there. So uh, uh, we'll have to see what 2016 holds for them. Uh, this one was a little more clear-cut on your runner-ups. The Wyatt family came in second place, and the Bullet Club came in third. But the winner by far was the New Day. Well, we go from teams to factions to individual debuts for our next category. So, debut of the year. We have the nominees. Apollo <clears throat> Cruz, Asuka, Braun Strowman. Chad Gable, Dana Brooke, James Storm, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, Nia Jax, and Samoa Joe. And the winner of the 2015 debut of the year is Samoa Joe. It's another one with a, somewhat of a landslide victory here. Uh, Asuka and Apollo Crews come in second and third, but by far Samoa Joe was your pick for debut of the year. It was, I mean, it was a shocking moment when Joe debuted because, I mean, been TNA so long and everyone had talked about so many years of him coming over. And I think the night he moved over, there really wasn't a lot of buzz that he was ready to debut. I mean, there was buzz that he was meeting with WWE, maybe kind of, sort of. But there wasn't anything saying, oh, at the end of the pay-per-view, look for Samoa Joe to make his debut. So he kind of kind of came in and uh, grabbed them by the balls. Good for him. I'm happy to see Joe in WWE. I think they're doing the right thing with him. I love that they turned him heel. And I am looking forward to seeing what he's going to do in 2016 because I have a feeling he'll be on the main roster before the year's over. Joe Joe tends to excel as a heel, so I'm glad they they made that move early, and now he can. Because most, I mean, they have the good thing about NXT is they have talent that's face and that's heel that are both very good workers. It just so happens that Finn needed a really good heel to go against, and I think they made the right choice here instead of going with um, Dun Dun. Dun Dun, which is going to be the next guy, by the way, probably. Uh, of course. <laughs> All right, well, Patrick, why don't you take us to our next category? 
Our next category is Call-Up of the Year. The nominees are <laughs> The Ascension. Alright, um, well, don't give away the results already. <laughs> Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Kalisto, Kevin Owens, Neville, Sasha Banks, and Tyler Breeze. And your winner for the 2015 Call-Up of the Year is... Kevin Owens. Landslide victory by far. No one even came close. Uh, Sasha and Becky are your runner-ups. Well, uh, Kevin Owens' there, debut... Oh, go ahead. There's no doubt it was going to be him. No, there, there couldn't be. I mean, he came <clears throat> up first night, beat John Cena on a pay-per-view event for his first match, You know, called out John Cena for the U.S. Open Challenge, first of all, and uh, then they had a series of matches with him in a feud. It was an excellent call-up, and he's still one of the most important characters on WWE TV right now. Could be a big year for him, too. So I like how, uh, as, as great as it was seeing Neville and Tyler Breeze on the main roster, because they absolutely deserve it, it's, uh, it's just that Owens was the man as far as call-ups were concerned. And the Divas Revolution was cool, but I think Sasha and Becky only really got fan votes and not like, oh, they're getting voted because they did the most when they came up. I've heard that Kevin Owens might even be the last person Triple H throws over the ropes at the Royal Rumble. Ugh. 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 Well, speaking of comebacks... Don't call it a comeback. All right. Our next category is for comeback of the year. This, of course, is for the person who made a return either from injury or a re-re-debut. 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 Nominees are Alberto Del Rio at Hell in a Cell, the Dudley Boys on the Raw after SummerSlam, Eric Rowan on Raw October 19th, Goldust at the Survivor Series pre-show, Randy Orton at, uh, Dan, what's the name of this pay-per-view? Oh, uh, that would be, uh, Fastlane! Vroom, vroom, vroom! Uh, Rhino on NXT. Sami Zayn on NXT after TakeOver London. Well, technically the same event. Sheamus on the Raw after WrestleMania. And Tommy Dreamer on Raw from November 30th. But your winner for Comeback of the Year goes to... Bubba Ray and Devon, the Dudley Boys. Making their... Uh, it was it was cool because y- you were already hinted they were going to do something that year because Bubba made a surprise return in the Royal Rumble. And then he's like, oh. Yeah, with R-Truth Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, with R-Vaughn. And then he's like, I'm going to go back to TNA. And you're like, oh, this is weird. But then, sure enough, they came back in full Dudley Boys glory. And a complete surprise moment, too. Yeah, because it was a big celebration moment. And it's just like, um, that would be the Dudley. They're coming now. Not like Eric Rowan, who just randomly took Luke, Har- Luke Harper's place on a Raw. Yeah, and I like I like the the commentary for his return. Do, do, do you see who who's back? I see who isn't there. <laughs> it is who I, it is. I see who it isn't. Oh man! First runner up was Del Rio, and second runner up was Sami Zayn, who just came back. 
<laughs> Who did? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny, funny enough, Eric Rowan got none of the votes. So that's a thing. Because <laughs> he made such a impactful comeback and has had a great run since. You know what, though? Eric Rowan, since coming back, I gotta say, has actually done a lot better, and he's getting significant victories for the Wyatts. It's weird. But is that only because Braun Strowman is next to him? Yeah, probably. He's also kind of the throwaway Wyatt right now. We need a Wyatt to take a pinfall. Uh, Rowan. Rowan's got this. We're trying to build Braun, and and Bray and Luke are too too above this at this point. (laughs) All right, we got uh, two categories that Dan here is going to present, and these all involve feuding. Uh, they use the word rivalry now. Oh, sorry. F- feud is on the uh, banned list, apparently. But uh, this year, we have our worst feud of the year, and the nominees are as follows. The Ascension versus the New Age Outlaws. Ugh. Chavo Guerrero Jr. versus Blue Demon Jr. versus Tejano Jr. Ugh. We got the Brock Lesnar versus The Big Show, and you're probably thinking, what feud? No, they did it for that house show at MSG that oh, was live on the network. Ugh. God, these are so bad. And it was all about, hey, we did a thing 12 years ago. It was great. <laughs> and we got Goldust versus Stardust. Weak. Which had lots of promise, but was just dropped. Tisk tisk tisk. Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. Week. had all the good matches, but not the good stories. <laughs> and then oh, we yeah, also, no, the cage match was terrible. That Randy was Orton versus Sheamus? Uh. <laughs> no matter whether it's Randy Orton versus Sheamus or Sheamus versus Randy Orton, it's never good. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Sheamus? <laughs> Tater tots. <laughs> R- Rusev and Summer Ray versus Dolph Ziggler and Lana? Ugh. Just went way too long, and then it was ended because IRL's Because bullshit. IRL, yeah. Uh, we got The Miz versus Mizdow, which, again, was going great, and then they just went, oh, and now we're done. <laughs> they let Big Show win the match instead. And then the last nominee was Triple H versus Sting. Which was, that was even worse than Lesnar Big Show, because, hey, here's something that happened 16 years ago. And so the winner of the Fabe for Worst Feud of the Year 2015 goes to Rusev and Summer Rae versus Dolph Ziggler and Lana. I don't think there was any question that was by far the worst feud of the year. It went so long, and then it was ended because of Dum Dum. Nothing about it was good. No, nothing about this feud was good. It was. It started off with a bit of promise, where it's like, oh, I wonder where they're going to go with this, and then you realize they had nothing planned for it. And, but they the kept. Juice trying. girls are hot. Okay, put them on TV. And now Lana's not even on TV anymore because she has nuclear heat. Well, did you watch SmackDown this week? Summer Rae and Tyler Breeze broke up on SmackDown. But it's okay because they're still friends. They're, yeah, they're still friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns and Sheamus was your first runner-up. Your second runner-up was Lesnar, Big Show, MSG feud, but they didn't even come close to this one. This one was the the, the runaway with the victory. Got like three-quarters of the votes. I definitely voted for this one. 
All right. So now that we've gotten rid of the worst feud of the year, it's time to pick the best feud of the year. Awesome. <laughs> Our nominees are Bailey versus Sasha, Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt versus The Undertaker, Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens, John Cena versus Kevin. Well, there's a lot of names in common here. Johnny Mundo versus Prince Puma from Lucha. New Day versus Dudley Boys. Stardust versus Neville. And Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose, which continued this year, too. It won last year. But this year's winner, 2015, Best Feud of the Year, goes to John Cena versus Kevin Owens. This feud beat out Bailey versus Sasha by one vote. This was a very close race. And uh, it's, I don't think there's any question that those were the best feuds of the year. Those were good. I, I thought an honorable mention should have gone to New Day versus the Dudley Boys, but apparently like what, what was sad about it is it happened with so many WWE feuds, it just kind of dropped off eventually. But... They were having. They good started that feud a month too soon. Yeah, because it couldn't go to TLC. They ran out of time when they booked it in universe mode. <laughs> <laughs> they selected twelve weeks and they needed sixteen. <laughs> well, uh, Seth versus Dean was your uh, your third runner up, so that still got the votes. Because I guess every time you do Seth versus Dean, it's popular. It's gonna be a good match. <laughs> Indeed, it is. So good for them. All right, guys. Well, Dan, Pat, and I are going to be doing several of the awards here. But uh, as you know, our Club Kayfabe roster has a lot of characters on it. And I'd like to introduce to you our next presenter. He was last year's winner of this award. (laughs) Last year, to, to present most overrated award, last year's winner for most overrated, Roman Reigns. Thanks, baby girl. So tonight, oh God, no. I'm going to announce a new award. It's the most overrated award. It doesn't even work, but okay. <laughs> and the nominees are Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, Charlotte, Eva Marie, Nikki Bella, Randy Orton, me. Wait. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> no. Seth Rollins, Seamus and his tater tots, or write-in. Roman, you don't have to read that last <laughs> you part. You don't have to. They're, they all have write-ins. <laughs> and the winner of the most overrated award is Braun Strowman. It's not you. Say nope. what? <laughs> Suffering yeah. succotash. Uh, Braun Strowman was the clear-cut winner, but your runner-up, all tied for second, were Baron Corbin, Nikki Bella, and Sheamus. Poor Sheamus. <laughs> How, he's been there, God, he's been there almost a decade, and he's still overrated somehow. Wait, hold on. Roman just whispered something about how Sheamus should have won the You Look Stupid Award. I'm sorry, do you want the mic back? 
Uh, um, uh, uh. Come on, I know you gotta get your cheesy joke in. Go ahead. You know what? Seamus, you got a pair of Blarney Stones down there. You know how big the Blarney Stone is, IRLs? <laughs> About as big as Seamus's tater tots. <laughs> oh, don't make Dan Peck mad. Do y'all want to see Dan Peck get real mad? I don't. <laughs> you just tossed the mic down. That, that yeah. doesn't really make me mad. So we all know that Braun Strowman is overrated. <laughs> yeah, so... Isn't it funny how the guy who won was the guy who came right up to the main roster and immediately got a, a big monster push, and then people were like, uh, no, stop. No thank you, please. No thank you, Heiden Schnitzky. Heiden Schnitzky. Heiden and Schnitzky. <laughs> Well, that's going to take us back to Patrick for our next two awards. We're going to start off with the underrated award. This is a positive award. So your nominees for the most underrated award. But it's also negative because you're not being treated well enough. Yeah. But wouldn't you rather be recognized? Wouldn't you rather be the Leo DiCaprio in the situation? As opposed to, I don't know who doesn't deserve it. John Cena. Um, Thanks. Anyway, anyway. John Cena versus Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> so the ah. most underrated nominees are Becky Lynch, Cesaro, Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler, Emma, the Lucha Dragons, Luke Harper, Neville, Sasha Banks. And Stardust. And in my eyes, they are all winners. However, your winner of the underrated award for this year is Cesaro. Back-to-back victory. Cesaro edges out Sasha Banks by one vote. And then your third runner-up was a tie between Dean Ambrose and Becky Lynch. Good job, Cesaro. You are still super underrated. Wow, it, it really could go for anyone on this list. So this is a good list. This was a tough list. This one actually um, got modified by the CKers. It was a good list, but as Dan would just was saying earlier, it's also a bad list. Yeah. Because look at how many people are underappreciated. One of them's a tag team. <laughs> so there's even more people on that list. But yeah, um, the, the real love people want are Cesaro. People want Cesaro, they want Sasha, and they want Becky and Dean. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right. Uh, for our next award, Patrick's going to take us to the most improved in 2015. A.K.A. the You're Trying Award. Thumbs up. All right. So your nominees for the most improved award are the winner of the last award, Cesaro, Dana Brooke, Emma, Ethan Carter III, Eva Marie, Jason Jordan. Kushida! <laughs> Mojo Raleigh. Roman Reigns. And Tyler Breeze. But we have a tie. We have a tie. This tie is not black. Your winners are, and one's actually here to 
to get his award, Cesaro, who is not here, and Roman Reigns. Congratulations, Roman, on your most improved award. Dear Lord. That's a positive uh, award. I'd like to thank my baby girl, and uh, thank you for this. That's that's enough. Yeah, enough time. Yeah, (laughs) play him off. Uh, I think the most interesting thing about this one is we had a tie for first and a tie for second. Yes, the tie for second was EC3 and Jason Jordan. Did you see your runner-ups? That special Fabe uh, that Roman Reigns has actually, it's him doing a teapot pose. This is my handle, and this is my spout, baby girl. When I get all steamed up, then I... <laughs> oh, ooh, ah, then he shouts, tip me over and pour me out. Baby girl. God damn it. All right, yes, uh, Cesaro and Roman both tied for this one, so... Not hard to see why, though. I think both of them had great years. I think Roman has... I think Cesaro has improved to that point where he is ready to get real pushes because that's where he was going for before the injury happened. LL and, surgery. Yeah, and Roman Roman winning the title at the end of the year was the best thing they could have done with him. I just hope they don't completely screw it up. Oh, just you wait. All right, so to introduce our next award for Best Non-Wrestling Performer of the Year, here is a non-wrestling performer himself, fresh out of the swimming pool that's not even filled with water, is the one and only Don West. Oh, ah, the best non-wrestling performer of this year. I have a Fabe here that I'm putting them both in brown paper bags, actually, and we're if you go to clubkfabe.com, org right now you get the brown bag fabe special you get two fabes but you don't know whose fabes did you steal (laughs) yeah whose fabes are one is a guy that's like a teapot and uh the other one is uh this looks like a bowling trophy anyway best non-wrestling performer oh you have katrina Corey graves Dario Cueto, Conan, Lana, Paul Heyman, Renee Young, Summer Rae, oh, beautiful <laughs> Summer Rae, William Regal, and Zeb Coulter, and the winner of the brown bag Don West special is Paul Heyman. Yes. Uh, Paul Heyman with a landslide victory, and the only other person who came close was Renee Young. Everybody else was, uh, anyone Everybody else you else to watch like, Lucha Underground, your mother and I are disappointed in you. Yeah, Dario Cueto got like two votes, and I think they were both from me and Dan. You needed to uh, watch that Lucha Underground, people. Come on. Yeah. It's coming back, end of the month. It is. But, uh, yeah, so Paul Heyman and Renee Young were your. Or your main winners here. But your real winner is Paul Heyman. The brown bag, paper special. He does realize we have a limited amount of faves, right? I don't think he understands. bag stuffing them. I don't think he understands. Well, apparently he just took a bowling trophy and then the fave that was for this fave. So technically <laughs> he didn't steal anything. 
He just he, he oh, found a bowling trophy and he took the fabe for Paul Heyman and just gave it to Paul Heyman anyway, but in a bag. Wow! Wait, wait. So Roman, the Roman teapot is all the fabes. Wow, that's an awesome design. That is an awesome design. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know who who decides to the design of these things. They've been different every year, and it's really odd. They're usually designed like whoever won last year, which is why this next award looks like Alex Riley. For our uh, our first all write in category, uh, popular one that we're going to keep going next year for sure. Please welcome from Talking Talkies, who used to be from Club Kayfabe from like one special, old timey announcer Billy Robinson. Oh, hey there, guys. It's me, old timey announcer Billy Robinson, who, who and I'm actually here. made your debut at the Fabes, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yes, indeed. Oh yes, I uh, uh, rhymed winner with dinner. It was wonderful, and I'm you have me doing the worst announcer. What, are you trying to say something about me? No, Billy. We wanted worst a good announcer, announcer to do the announcer. Ah, look at that! Look at that! Uh, we uh, oh, we don't have any nominees for this one. I guess people just got to pick whoever they wanted. Yes. So let's let's talk about the person who got picked the most because there was a lot of this. And there was, and the winner is the winner of worst announcer. That's <laughs> wonderful. Is uh, Byron Saxton. Oh Goodbye. yeah. Yeah, it was definitely Byron Saxton. Um, a, a lot of a lot of the write-ins I expected. Corey Graves, Vampiro, Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler, and then there was, at one point it was like, Byron Saxon, Byron Saxon, Byron Byron, and then just Saxton, and then Byron Saxon, the new Jonathan Coachman. Oh, that's uh, right. Come to think of it. Remember how I, I told you before a show, I was like, I thought I voted for the guy everyone calls Millhouse. Uh, no, I changed it to Jerry Lawler, so my vote did go through. Okay, yeah. But Byron Saxton wins. Um what we're going to do next year is we are actually going to do a Best Announcer Award so we can honor the good announcers because we actually had quite a few that I think would have deserved it. But we're going to keep Worst Announcer and Best Announcer as just an all-write-in category because there's no point in coming up with with coming up with choices for that. This was a good, successful write-in one, so we'll keep this one going. All right, guys. Our next award is for the infamous worst match of the year. As you guys remember last year, it was the Big Show Eric Rowan Steel Stairs match from TLCS, which was just horrible. And it's always good to leave this one for the end of the year because you never know what else is going to pop up. Here to present the award for worst match of the year, we are going to open up the hatch. It's Conspiracy Jesse. Oh, he's back. Damn right, I've got something to say, and I think it's about time we might have a wrestler in the White House. Did you say that in 2004? Uh, Like 20 times at WrestleMania. It was great. Nothing happened. I didn't even run, I think. Uh, But, uh, (laughs) uh, worst matches. Wait a minute. Is this a conspiracy from you, Christopher and Vince McMahon? Yes, me and Vince collaborated on this to give you worst match of the year. To give me the, the worst year. match of the year. Oh. You've if probably I was still a Navy SEAL, I would oh. you probably I'd probably sue you instead. Anyway. You probably, you've called a couple of bad matches in your day. A couple? I had Chico Santana all day, every day. Anyway, moving on from McMahon. 
our the uh, nominees for worst match of the year was the Royal Rumble match, which Roman Reigns won. Then it was Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker in SummerSlam. Did I referee that one? No. <laughs> no, I, I believe that was uh, uh, 2000. That was Triple H, Mankind, and Stone Cold. That was none 15 of, years ago. <laughs> none of the people listed here. We've got uh, Eva Marie and Billy Kay with a botched pinfall from NXT from back in September. Oh, we got some Mexicans. Los Vianos versus the Psycho Circus for Triple Mania. Randy Orton versus Sheamus, Battleground. Roman Reigns versus the Big Show in a last man standing match. I'm undefeated in last man standing matches. <laughs> Extreme rules. Ryback versus Big Show for money in the bank, whatever that is. Ryback versus the Big Show versus the Miz. Wow, that sounds familiar. SummerSlam. Hey, that was a triple threat at SummerSlam. Did I do that one? That was not no. the one. No. This is this is this year, not 1999. Triple H versus Sting. There's some names I recognize <laughs> from WrestleMania. And Vampiro versus Pentagon Jr. More Mexicans from Ultima Lucha. Jesus Christ. Hey, I live in Mexico now. Are you supposed to disclose yeah. your location like that? Oh, well, it's a large country. McMahon. <laughs> no, it's, it's McDermott. It's a different name. <laughs> yeah, it's different Mick. And the winner of the worst match of the year is Eva Marie versus Billy Kay with the botched pinfall. Yes, indeed. I mean, he just took off. He didn't even say hello to his family. <laughs> Guess he doesn't care anymore. That hatch must have been oiled because I didn't even hear it. So, the Royal Rumble match and the Lesnar Taker SummerSlam match are the only things on this list that didn't get a vote. Everything <laughs> else got at least one vote, but when it came to Eva Billy Kay, it got all the rest of the votes. <laughs> I feel sorry for Billy Kay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really do too. But that was uh, that was definitely the landslide victory for worst match of the year. I love that just because it was at SummerSlam, he thought he refereed the match. <laughs> oh, I know Sting and Triple H. Those guys are familiar. And, yes. and the Ryback Big Show Miz match, he refed that too. Yes. Well, it was a triple threat at SummerSlam, so. Did I vote for that? No, I voted for Eva Billy Kay because that was definitely the worst match. I I, I might have. I don't know. I'll say this, though. This was actually a pretty hard list to come up with. In fact, the only reason I put in the Triple Mania match was because I wanted an even number for votes. And that was one of those things where it's like, well, everybody else said it was bad. It's the only match I didn't actually It see. was bad, but it was like three 70, 80-year-old guys in the, like, their last match ever. And it was like, I don't feel good beating up on these old men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the Undertaker match revolves solely around testicles. Well, nobody voted for that one, but... Uh, Psycho Circus Vianos did get a vote. So whoever voted for that, I'm sure you had to sit through it, and I'm sorry. But yeah, I'm the only one of us that watched that. <laughs> but you didn't vote for that, did you? I don't think so. Did you vote for I Eva? Bad, too? Well, man, I, I probably did. 
Hey, I was uh, the first person that voted, so... Technically, no. I was the first one that voted. But yes, Dan was the first... Dan was the first one I rolled this out to. Dan was the tester to make sure that other people could vote. So for a while, I knew what everything Dan voted for. All right. <clears throat> Here to present worst thing of the year last year being Batista winning the Royal Rumble, is our old pal, the guy who will freeze your entries if they're not any good. Please welcome Arnold. Yes! Yes, I'm here at the Fabes again! I'm back! Yes! Yes! Arnold, I really like yes. that powder blue tuxedo you have on. Thank you. Thank you. I borrowed I borrowed the, bo the boa from Tyler Freeze. <laughs> Did you see That's myself? That's a you see my icy selfie stick? Yes, I did. It's literally an ice pick. <laughs> did, did I... Uh, made of ice, though. That's the weird thing. <laughs> did I tell you about the new Messenger app I developed? No, you did no, not. You it's called ICQ. ICQ. God. ICQ, too. Good Lord. That said, I... It is time for something worse than developing a new Messenger mobile app that no one will use. <laughs> and the nominees are... Authority Storyline Won't Die. The booking leading to Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble. These sentences are really a struggle. <laughs> Daniel Bryan is not cleared by WWE to return despite being cleared medically. Those are a lot of words. Eva Marie's NXT push, yeah! Finished his SummerSlam main event. Lesnar vs. Taker. Hulk Hogan is fired and erased from hit. Oh, erased. From history. <laughs> over a comment made several years ago. <laughs> like five years ago. Nikki Bella breaks AJ Lee's record. Why would she break her record? That is so mean. And loses the belt that week. Tough Enough allows the fans to vote. And Miz uses his save for Amanda. Triple Mania's awful production. And Vacant is the dominant reigning TNA champion. Now your winner for the worst thing of the year is... Daniel Bryan is not cleared to the WWE to return despite being medically cleared. Yes! 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 Oh wait, that's bad. No. <laughs> no. Why did I get the award that I can't say yes after? <laughs> Sorry, Arnold. Oh, uh, my ICQ app just froze my phone. Oh no! Uh, no, no, that's what it's supposed to do. It's okay. This was a this was a pretty close race for a first and the two runner ups, but Daniel Bryan ended up being the guy who won. Uh, for a while, Nikki Bella breaking AJ's record was in first place, but. For con the conclusion here, Daniel Bryan took the win. The Nikki Bella thing is definitely what I voted for. And your uh, third runner-up was Hulk Hogan getting fired. So yeah, those were the uh, those were the bad things that happened this year. Not cool, guys. But I, I agree. The whole Bryan thing is just ridiculous. The Nikki Bella thing was ridiculous because she actually improved significantly over the year, but it still doesn't mean anything. I, I still kind of feel, even though it got third, that Hulk Hogan being fired, not only fired, but erased from the history of the company, was even more ridiculous. 
Is that what you voted for? I think so. I think that is what I voted for. Yeah. Most most everything on here got votes. I don't think uh, I don't actually think anything didn't get a vote on this one. This was a pretty popular one. Everything was definitely bad in someone's eyes. So congratulations. All right. Well, <clears throat> here to present his favorite award because he loves this freaking yeah. award. <laughs> here to present the Who's NXT Award is our own Bill Goldberg. Yeah. You want to know who's next? Well, let me tell you, because there weren't actual choices. You could vote for anybody for this award. Anybody from NXT, right, Bill? No, just anybody in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you could vote for you. Any, anybody in my Jewish congregation. <laughs> God. So anyway, the and winner, his name actually starts with an F. It's Finn Balor. Yes, and you can't wait to spear him. No, I'm not going to spear him. That'd be mean. Oh, spirit like uh, Fat Samoa Joe. <laughs> uh, that was this was a really popular write-in category, so we're going to keep this one going. Of course, whose NXT award is anybody on the NXT roster? So Finn was the most popular vote getter, and then Bailey and Samoa Joe were definitely the next two. Um, other votes included Oscar, Apollo Cruz, uh, Enzo and Cass, Jordan and Gable. I don't think Dun Dun got any votes, but yeah, that was a uh, even though he's popular. probably most likely to be the next oh, by, by the end of 2016, he'll be on the main roster, pretty guaranteed, or he'll be dominant champ throughout 2016. A dominant heel champion, of course. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna keep uh, keep it going with these uh, points or buried characters here. Here to present the award for the worst gimmick of the year is the best gimmick in Club Kayfabe right now, and that's the one and only Stone Fold. Give me a hell yeah, son. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you see that Fabe he has? It, it literally looks like um, Snuggie, like the, the Snuggie bear. I think it is the Snuggles. Snuggie bear. Snuggles, that's it. Hell, son, you had snuggles. Don't you damn well forget it. <laughs> Tonight I'm going to announce the worst gimmick for 2015. Ironic, you have the best gimmick to it, but whatever. So, you got Adam Rose as a damn party pooper. Alberto what? Del Rio. And Zeb Walter. What? Mex America. What? Then you got the damn Ascension. What? As Legion of Doom ripoffs. What? Baron Corbin. What? As the Lone Wolf. What? Bengala. What? As the White Tiger. What? Braun Strowman. Who? I said Braun Strowman. <laughs> what? As the Black <laughs> Sheep. What? Eva Marie. I think what? the crowd's done. <laughs> what? Can't wrestle. What? I said Eva Marie. What? Can't wrestle. What? Hell, son, are you all deaf? I said Eva Marie can't wrestle. Okay. Macho Man Dow and Axel Mania. What? <laughs> Hell, son, you're all losing it on me. You gotta drink down some damn Tide. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Some all wiser. 
<laughs> Keep up with old Stone Fold. <laughs> Pimpinella asked Carlotta as a damn cross-dresser or transsexual. What? And Vampiro. What? As Pentagon Junior's master. <laughs> right. Uh, Stonefold, would you be do the honor of unfolding this piece of paper with the winner on it? Oh, hold on, son. I'm getting the dryer sheet because that's what's got the damn winner eye right over here. All right, I'm unfolding this dryer sheet here. It's still kind of hot. The winner is Baron Corbin, the Lone Wolf. Slash and that's the laundry line. Oh, this guy sucks, actually. So I didn't say so. <laughs> Damn. The Lone Wolf Gay Biker Man takes home the win. Uh, this is another one where a, a lot of stuff got votes. I was going to vote for Pimpinella Escarlata, but obviously I didn't because that got no votes. So I don't actually remember what I ended up voting for, but I, I know I did not vote for Baron Corbin, but unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, he is the winner. Uh, your first runner-up was Mex America, and your second runner-up were the LOD ripoffs that Pat voted for, <laughs> the Ascension. Congratulations, Baron Corbin. We'll see you next year. <clears throat> All right, well, here to present the best gimmick award is now Club Kayfabe's worst gimmick. Wow, worst gimmick, huh? Yes, RV in the house. I'm the most offensive gimmick to some people. So for the best gimmick award, I'm just going to run down the nominees. Aerostar. I don't know who that is. He's a spaceman luchador. I don't care who that is. <laughs> Cesaro section. I'm surprised they don't call them the C section. <laughs> Drago. From Rocky Five or something. Or Lucha Underground. Yeah, that. <laughs> Guy who used to tag with Ty Dillinger and Chad Gable. <laughs> Guy who used to team with Ty Dillinger. Kevin Owens. <coughs> King Queermo. Queerno, Vince. Oh. <laughs> Mil Muertes. He got that one right. Happy Black People. Uh, that's oh. not what it says. New Day. Ugh. <laughs> our, our Truth. Ugh. These are... An, <laughs> Are you sure I'm announcing the best gimmick award? Yes, keep going. You're almost there. Stardust. And your winner of the best gimmick award is... Please be white, please be white, please be white. New Day! <laughs> There's like two white people in this <laughs> They're all Mexicans and black. Yeah, this Kevin Owens who's Canadian. I was, then I was ready, willing, and Gable to give Chad Gable half a fave. <laughs> Cesaro's white, too. Yeah, but I don't like him. He can't work. <laughs> do, do you, are you okay with Stardust because he paints his face? Yeah, but he's from outer space. Like, how much more of, a, how much more of an alien could you be? <laughs> could you possibly be? Uh, yeah. 
New Day I takes home the horse. The stars that are black around his eye. Sometimes. Of course. Uh, New Day wins your best gimmick. Your first runner-up was Stardust. Your second runner-up was Kevin Owens. Oh, my God. All right. <clears throat> now, here comes a guy who only shows up at the Faves. <laughs> Although, you you can see him in NXT to present the award that he made popular. Please welcome James Storm. Thanks, everybody. I'm here for my yearly appearance to announce the Sorry about your damn luck award. Now, I gotta tell you, these awards are some of the most important awards in the 5As. And the nominees are Brad Maddox is fired, then sued by WWE. Sorry. <laughs> Cesaro suffers a shoulder injury during his biggest push to date. Sorry. Daniel Bryan is hurt and stripped of the IC title. Again, sorry. <laughs> Hideo Itami suffers injury and misses a majority of 2015. Again, sorry. <laughs> Hulk Hogan is fired and erased from WWE over his racist comments. As a former TNA employee, sorry. Randy Orton suffers a possible career-ending injury. Well, that ain't so bad. Wow! <laughs> Sami Zayn is injured on what appeared to be his call-up match. Sorry. Seth Rollins suffers a knee injury and is forced to vacate the world title. Really sorry. <laughs> Sting goes 0-2 in WWE <coughs> and suffers a possible career-ending injury. And had a career in TNA just like me. Sorry. <laughs> Tyson Kidd suffers a major neck injury. Tyson, sorry. But there can only be one person who I'm more sorry for than anyone. And I have to say that's Seth Rollins suffering his knee injury and forced to vacate his title. Seth, sorry about your damn luck. All right. Thank you, James Storm. Yes, Seth Rollins had what can only be described as one of the most unfortunate injuries of the year. Uh, first runner-up went to Sting going 0-2 and then getting injured. And uh, Sami Zayn in third with uh, getting hurt at his call-up match. Uh, yeah, this was, this was sort of a runaway with Seth. A lot of other stuff did get votes, but Seth was definitely the, uh, the sorry here. Although nobody voted for Randy. Because they didn't feel so sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, our next two awards are entrance theme awards. Uh, we would give out an award for who had the worst entrance theme and the best entrance theme. These two categories kind of got glossed over. A lot of people did not actively participate in these. So what we're going to do is next year, we're going to focus solely on new theme songs that debut during the year, whether that's for someone like Seamus getting a new theme or someone like Asuka debuting and just having a new theme in general. So this will be something we'll have to keep an eye out for. But doing a generalized entrance theme award just didn't seem very popular. However, with that said, your worst entrance theme award goes to... Brie Mode! 
buck, 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 buck. And your best entrance theme award actually got a tie. Finn Balor, who won last year, his theme song returns, Catch Your Breath, but also Sky's the Limit by Sasha Banks ties with Finn. So congratulations, but Finn will not three-peat unless he gets a brand new theme. So that's something we'll, uh, we'll change up for next year, and we'll make that a drop-down category. We're also going to do the same thing for the, our next category, which is the Wrestling Move of the Year. Another one that kind of got glossed over, but got a little more participation than the entrance themes. This one we're going to focus on new, either new moves that happen, or we'll just drop it all together. But maybe we'll have to keep it, because who else could be here to announce what the Wrestling Move of the Year was than our old pal? It's... It's John Cena! Oh, yeah, everybody! It's time to get some work done! Yeah! Wrestling move of the year! And the winner was. Wait, I got hit by this move! <laughs> yeah, you did. I lost to this move! Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, you did. Is this move poopy? This move! Is pooping, <laughs> but it was kind of cool. So I guess your winner of the year is Kevin Owens. Papa Power Bomb. <laughs> fur, fur, fur. I'm so glad it was kind of cool. It was poopy, but kind of cool. A poopy well, butt. I mean, he did lose to it. He did. Indeed, he did. The pop-up power bomb was pretty cool. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Um, to present our next award, uh, this award was the um, original WWE Show Award, but NXT killed it last year, so we decided uh, let's make them even mean for it to be available for that award. But everyone yeah. was, everyone revolted against us. Yeah. So it's like, NXT has to be up there. We're like, okay, and then everyone voted for it. So like, um, how about we'll just do best non-in-ring shows? And we picked them, we listed them, and here to present this award is the owner of the network himself, the COO. <laughs> yes, that's me, Triple H. So it's time to find out in our main event category who... <laughs> Is the best original show? Don't you mean what? And also, this is not the the There's main. There's still category. seven more awards after this, Triple H. I was told I was main eventing this show. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I guess I'll do it. Even though I got injured just two weeks ago and showed up <laughs> for an NXT pay per view, he's still milking this. Don't you notice he's holding his ribs? <laughs> no, he's not. He's not doing that at all. <laughs> I came here to the Fabes because this is the future. This is what I believe in. And these are the nominees for the best original WWE Network show. Breaking Ground. Culture Shock with Corey Graves. Legends with JBL, Swerved, Table for Three, Total Divas, Tough Enough, and Unfiltered with Renee Young. 
And the winner, the best damn show in this business is Table for Three. Because it's that damn good. Sorry, my ribs really hurt. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this was a this was a runaway victory by far. Table for three. The only other runner up that really got attention was Breaking Ground, which is what I voted for. And uh, two other shows got votes. I think they were Legends and Swerved. Everything else kind of went blank. Sorry, Renee Young. Her show is good, but Table for Three is better. Yes. Well, we got some new stuff that's debuting this year. Showmanship. Oh, a whole bunch of new shows. Swerve won't even be up for it next year. Probably Because they're, they're done with it. Oh. Fucking Swerved! Swerved. Swerved, you thought it was gone, but it's back. <laughs> if Swerved actually had won this category, I think we would have had to make Vince Russo present the award. Anybody disagree with that? Swerved, the, the Boogeyman episode was still my favorite. Oh, I think I could have pulled it's off okay, getting brother. Vince. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We'll just start over. We'll start over. It's okay. Poor Boogie Man. <laughs> all right. Well, we've had some fun, you guys. But this is where we start getting into the Super Serial Awards. These are the best of the best. There's no more negative awards. These are all good things. Good things that happened. So first off, we're going to kick it off with the event of the year. Last year, NXT TakeOver, Our Evolution, was your winner. And this year, your nominees for Event of the Year are... You have... New Japan's G1 Climax 25 Final. New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 9. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. NXT TakeOver London. NXT TakeOver Rival. Ring of Honor, Best in the World. Ultima Lucha. WrestleMania 31, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. And your winner for Event of the Year with a landslide victory goes to NXT TakeOver Brooklyn with a landslide victory for Event of the Year. First runner-up was Wrestle Kingdom 9, second runner-up Ultima Lucha. But there was no comparison. So, of course, Pat's like, damn, I missed two of the best shows of the year. <laughs> Probably, yep. Oh, and Wrestle Kingdom 10 is late tonight, early tomorrow. So. Yeah, I'm, I won't see it till later in the week. But uh, It's going to be nuts. I'm probably not going to see it later in the week because Awesome Games Done Quick just started. So that's fun. Oh, but next we have a uh, brand new category, and it's a women's category. Welcome to the Queen Dom. Oh, no. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. It's I, Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. It is an honor to be here right now in front of all of you wonderful people all over the place. Absolutely honored. And I'm going to continue talking because this is my time right now. Roman! Turn around, Roman. Uh, he d Don't you turn your back to me, Roman. I don't understand, Steph. What do you want to happen? That's right. Fabe. Roman's not even here. <laughs> she just has it facing frontward on the podium. <laughs> Your nominees for Women's Match of the Year are Asuka versus Dana Brooke from TakeOver Respect, 
Oscar versus Emma from Takeover London. Bailey versus Becky versus Sasha versus Charlotte from Takeover Rival. I see a pattern here. Bailey versus Sasha from Takeover Brooklyn. Bailey versus Sasha, the Iron Woman match from Respect. Becky versus Sasha from Unstoppable. Charlotte versus Nikki from Night of Champions. Do you know what the winner is? It's Bailey versus Sasha Banks from Takeover Brooklyn. Women's wrestling. Women's wrestling. Oh, I got I got clap for her. Oh, thanks. I know you're still here. Uh, this one was a landslide victory for. Well, I, would say, I won't say landslide victory. It was a landslide with the two Bailey Sasha matches. The title match just edged out the Iron Woman match, but those are really the only ones that got votes. A couple of other matches got one or two votes, but that was your landslide win. That's the one where Bailey won the title. So. <laughs> yeah. But as far as scientific wrestling and storytelling and emotional impact, that was, in, in my opinion, it was better than the Iron Woman match. So I think the right match won. And by request, people want the girls to have more categories. So we added this just for them. And maybe next year we'll be able to add some more categories for just the females. We'll see. We'll see how the year goes. But it's looking yeah. promising. And maybe I'll watch some more indie women so that we can have stuff that's not watch, WWE. Watch some more Shiver, get some more women's matches up here. Watch some more Shine, some Shimmer, yeah. I was uh, not a great year for me as far as women's wrestling is concerned, and I, I'm sad. Yes. But well, I am happy to present our next award for Women of the Year. With 12 nominees. 12 nominees. These women all had a great year. Again, last year's winner was AJ... In her last year of eligibility. Oh. Eligibility as a wrestler or eligibility of being single? Hey, we want some AJ. And our nominees are Bailey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Gail Kim, Eva Lise, Kimber Lee, Leva Bates, Nikki Bella, Paige, Sasha Banks, Sexy Star, and Terrence Rell. <coughs> and the winner is... Hey, Bailey! We want some Bailey! Bailey beats Sasha by one vote. They were your clear-cut winners, and then Paige was third. Yes, this was uh, this was Bailey and Sasha's year by far. Uh, I think I think that I will I will agree that Bailey had the better year, although Sasha did get the call up. But I think this was definitely Bailey's Sasha year. Sasha got the call up, and that was not good for her eligibility <laughs> for best of the year. Right? Yeah, her call up made Bailey a motherfucking superstar. What are you doing here? You I don't get, get to present, present any awards. You're I, not even you're not even invited to the show at all. No, I you're not. I didn't. Not pass. even as an audience member. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pass the five A drug test. So Hopefully, I, you pass the WWE one <laughs> so you can yeah. get booked again. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Diva of the Year we used to give out <clears throat> early on. It was either like the second or third category, but we're moving up to main events because that's how good these girls are. I am looking forward to see what 2016 brings for the Woman of the Year. So, good job, girls. We'll see who Ladies. gets nominated. Ladies! All right, guys, we're in our top three main event awards. We're going to pass this on to Patrick to present the best moment of the year. Last year's winner, of course, was CM Punk breaking his silence on Colt Cabana's Art of Wrestling podcast. And as we know, that has led to CM Punk. He was going to fight in UFC this year, which that could be up for a fave because it's still kind of sort of wrestling related. I count it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would definitely count that, because the, the whole wrestling world is going to be watching, so, <laughs> including yes. the McMahons. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know they're watching. Oh, look at him. Look how dumb he looks in his <laughs> shorts. Should wear tight underwear like he used to. Skinny legs. <laughs> Where have those sexy legs been all my life, Jericho? God. All right, well, this is a... You know who actually said that? It wasn't Vince. It oh, was, really? It was Bruce Pritchard. Wow. Why am I not surprised? In fact, why am I less surprised? I love those legs. Yeah, that when Jericho Jericho had a pair of his backup tights just in case, and he's happy he ran into Pritchard first because the next person he saw was Lance, and Lance Storm was like, "You look ridiculous. Don't go out like that." And he's like, "I'm so glad I saw Bruce first because if he had seen Lance, we would have never gotten Jericho trunks." Uh, I kind of wish he'd seen Lance. <laughs> All right, Patrick. So your nominees for best moment of the year are. Bailey wins NXT's Women's Championship at TakeOver Brooklyn. Awesome moment. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Sasha Banks debut on the main roster. Start the Divas Revolution. Another awesome moment. Finn Balor wins the NXT Championship in Japan. These are all great moments. Jon Stewart's role in WWE, which includes screwing John Cena out of tying Ric Flair's record. And also doing the Daily Show skit with uh, Seth Rollins. He also did an appearance on Raw where he actually got into it with Seth Rollins, and that was pretty cool. Kimberly wins Chikara Grand Championship, becomes the first woman to win major promotions top belt. Awesome. That's another one. That's another reason why we're going to be watching the girls this year. Groundbreaking. Um... New Day's evolution throughout 2015. Hashtag booty. <laughs> Archer thinks he's booked in the Money in the Bank and Survivor Series tournament. <laughs> Seth Rollins cashes in Money in the Bank at WrestleMania in the middle of a match to win the World Championship. Stephen Amell wrestles at SummerSlam. And Undertaker's face at SummerSlam during the Lesnar match. So for moment of the year, his Chucky face. Yes. Well, um, going through some of my own personal awards, I think next year we're going to split best moment and then funniest moment. I think we could have actually, with with Stephen Amell, Jon Stewart, and there were a couple more, we could have probably done Celebrity Interaction of the Year. We might we might add that as a category, and then we'll just watch it during the year and see if we if it builds up to anything. Because celebrities do stuff in other promotions too. So right, and this year in WWE, I um I don't think I could 
I don't think there was a bad celebrity interaction this year. No, the people they did get actually did stuff. And that said, the winner for our best moment of the year is Seth Rollins cashes in the Money in a Bank match at WrestleMania in the middle of a World Championship match and wins the the title. In the middle of Suplex City, bitch. Uh, that's another one. That, that's another reason why we have to do funniest moment of the year, because that would have been nominated for that, along with Taker's face and R-Truth. All right. Yes. Seth Rollins winning Money in the Bank was your landslide victory here. Uh, New Day's Evolution was your first runner up. And uh, B- Becky Charlotte and Bailey debut or uh, Sasha debuting on the main roster was your third, your next runner up. But yes, this was definitely the Seth Rollins year. <clears throat> All right. To present match of the year will be myself. Last year's winner was Adrian Neville versus Sami Zayn's NXT Championship match from TakeOver Our Evolution. This year, your nominees for best match of the year are Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins, the latter match for the championship at Money in the Bank. Finn Balor versus Adrian Neville's number one contenders match from TakeOver Rival. John Cena versus Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar championship match from the Royal Rumble. Johnny Mundo versus Prince Puma, the Lucha Underground championship match, which was the one fight match. It was that the whole show was just this match. <laughs> Dan, would you like to do the pronunciation? Okada Kazuchika! <laughs> oh, that's, that's versus... how John Cena's music starts in Japan, isn't it? <laughs> versus Tanahashi Hiroshi! Yes. The IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match from Wrestle Kingdom 9. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, their championship match from TakeOver Rival. Kevin Owens versus John Cena from Elimination Chamber. Okay, go ahead, Dan. Ibushi Kota versus Nakamura Shinsuke. Yes, IWGP Intercontinental Championship match from Wrestle Kingdom 9. I'll, I'll take this next one. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Hiroshi Tanahashi from NJPW G1 Climax 25 Final. And then the Usos, Lucha Dragons, and New Day Triple Threat Ladder Match for the Tag Championship from TLC. And your winner for Best Match of the Year is... Cena rollins Lesnar Triple Threat at the Royal Rumble. A surprise winner because when I kept checking in the poll, Owen Cena... From EC, Elimination Chamber, was ahead, but when I did the final check, this triple threat was the winner. So, those last-minute votes came in, and that was your winner. Your other runner-up was Owen Zane in third from TakeOver Rival. But yes, John Cena was in two of the three best matches of the year. Remember that, folks. Oh, he's terrible. He He can't wrestle. He's so bad. <clears throat> yeah, dude had a great year. John Cena had a really good year, and he wasn't world champion any of it. No, this was the best. This was my favorite John Cena year since like 2003. So I'm I'm really happy with what he did. I'm actually happy that he's back because I like what he's doing now. So good for him. All right, it's time for Dan Peck to present the main event of the evening. Trip, trip, stop! You're not taking his chair again. No, this is my award. No, you're not main eventing. You're not even nominated. Yo, you're not nominated. I'm a right. There's a write-in for a reason. <laughs> Which you With didn't your get. Your one any. match this year. 
Yes. yes. So this is it. Our last award. Fifth so for nominations. Twenty fifteen wrestler of the year. Fifteen nominees. All of them had a great year. Most of them won a world title this year. So should be fun. So our nominees are AJ Styles, Alberto Del Rio slash El Patron, Bray Wyatt, Ethan Carter the third, Tanahashi Hiroshi, Jay Briscoe, Jay Lethal, John Cena, Okada Kazuchka, Kevin Owens, Kurt Angle, Mil Muertes, Prince Puma, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Nakamura Shinsuke! Hold on, I'm writing in my name now. Let's see if it gets any votes. Nope, the poll's already closed. And the 2015 Wrestler of the Year, voted by listeners of the Club Cafe podcast. Here it comes, here it comes. Winner is Seth Rollins! Holy shit! <laughs> yes. Uh, two-time winner. Back to back. And of all the categories, this was the most landslide vote. Because the only other people on the list who even got votes were Kevin Owens and EC3. Nobody else got a vote except for two write-ins. One for Sasha Banks, who wasn't eligible for this category. And the other was for Dean Ambrose. And then but there yes. was one for Triple H. And then there was that, but that doesn't count. On an old dryer sheet that Stonefold left behind. <laughs> which says Baron Corbin on it. <laughs> God. So it says Triple H Baron Corbin. Uh, what a terrible, terrible combination. Well, that does it, guys. The 2015 Fabes are in the bag. So, like we said, we're gonna. what I'm going to do this year, we're going to make a list of all the categories for next year. And I'm going to put them in a document in the group, and you guys can actually help us come up with ideas throughout the year. So after you watch an event that you're like, oh my god, that whole event has to be nominated, we'll put that in. When the girls are having great years, the guys are having great years, when you see an incredible match that absolutely has to be on here, let us know. When something is crap, let us know too. And if you have any ideas for any categories after listening to the show... Let us know if there's something you want us to actually add to next year's Fabe Awards. But that's going to do it, and that's going to wrap up 2015's Year in Wrestling. What do you think 2016 holds for us, other than a Triple H Royal Rumble victory? Yes. And I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking that Kevin Owens last. tomorrow there will be a whole bunch of things up for Fabes already. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, show. I'm not going to get a chance to see this yet, but uh, I will definitely believe you guys with what we hear. And um, anybody, if the uh, I need to update the banner, please let me know. By tomorrow, you mean the fact that I'll be back on Raw in a surprise, right? <laughs> That's just getting nominated. This will be uh, return of the year, Triple H, Raw. Everybody, when that document goes up, just list your favorite Triple H moments and we'll nominate all of them. We're gonna take over next year's Fabes. Or this year's technically. Sorry, 2016. Oh god. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. See you next year at 
the Fabes. And next week for a normal episode. <laughs> oh, next week for the return of Points Are Buried for a brand new slate. Good luck. Thank you for joining us, everybody. From the Fabes, signing off, it's Pat McDermott, Dan Peck, and Chris O'Mealy.